to the Toad House Bewitchery Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1, Take 2, Winter's Gift. Yes, there was a Season 2, Episode 1, that previously was recorded and sent out to everybody, and that was a whole year ago. 2021 was a rough year, in many ways much more difficult than 2020 was for me personally, and I think for many people as well. And I needed to put a big pause on everything for a long period of time as I sorted myself out, so... I had to stop clients, I had to not do readings except for exclusive friends because I can't be the best practitioner that I can be when at such a low point. Over the last few months I've been regaining and coming back and ready to give again so I can give information online and in the podcast. And I can take clients again, and I'm so excited to start emerging into a place where I can give and be productive, and it's wonderful. So, the other two episodes will probably stay up, but we are kind of doing a take-two reboot here on season two to start fresh. I can't bring myself to do episode three because I've lost all momentum all of it. Well, what you gonna do? Start over, I guess. So season two, Winter's Gift. Straight away, I will say that winter is not my favorite season. It is my least favorite season. Um, Not a fan of the cold, kind of makes me miserable. The shorter days, the lack of sunlight, also makes me miserable. I know many of us have problems with seasonal uh, depression, and that is a huge issue that many people do not like battling year after year. I'm going to raise my hand high on that one. Um, And then I just want to hibernate and do nothing for the season. So I tend to fight the winter. I don't like it. I don't want to be in that time period. And I really do like being alive during that time. And this year I had a bit of an epiphany for winter's gift to us, which was a big deal for me. And I decided to share in case it helps anyone else. So winter's gift, here we go. It brings us space. There's a quiet stillness that allows us to grow as human beings if we allow it. It's a kind of a big claim, I know. But if you think of the seasons and the traditions and the thoughts from around the world about them, this time is a time to rest in some way to the best of our ability It is a time to go within 
it is a time of quiet. So yes, there is space held here. There is an uncomfortableness that forces us to evaluate and plan for our future. And that is a huge gift. And it might be enough knowing that to get me through this winter, which is saying a lot. Personally, I noticed, and this is what prompted the whole thing here, I noticed a pattern. And for me, I become much more studious during the winter. My body is cold. I'm not happy about it. I want to spend as much time as I can burrowed under covers with books. And I'm just consuming knowledge and ideas during this time. And when I'm not doing that, my brain is picking away at myself, <laughs> at situations around me. Um, as I'm having that warm cup of tea and hiding away. It's like the body wants to hibernate and that resting period is giving the mind freedom to explore, to learn, to experiment, and to rearrange our thoughts and our ideas and parts of our identity. As we grow and change as people, things need to fall away. This is a time of the hermit. It's individual. We need to go within and evaluate, seek that inner wisdom, the light that we have somewhere in there to help guide us. or seek from without as well. Again, there's a whole world of wise people and there's a whole world of information out there to learn from. But it is a time of, I think, our minds. Now we want to consider with everything said about the mind and winter and holding that space and the quiet, what this means for our magical practice and the gift that winter brings to that. This is a time that is in between. So magically speaking, we want to think about work that is done in between time frames. What happens just before, so not when the action takes place, but what happens just before the spark. And that's what we want to be working on for a very strong uh, magic to build on in the year to come, in the, the months and days after winter. So this is a place of potential, not a time for acting. It's for contemplation and sorting for the future self. 
So what kind of work is that? It's like, what are you talking about? Well, we're talking again, once again, about cleansing. We want to clear our personal air. <laughs> we want um, any specific area of our life that is not going the route that we want it to. Any place we feel blocked or lacking opportunity and options, the winter is a good time to start cleansing that, to release, slowly work the knots out of that, remove those walls. This can take time and patience. The winter is certainly about patience. We have to be still and work through this. So cleansing away blockages, opening the roads before you, like starting that process, the winter is a great time for that. Asking for clarity, all types of work in which you ask for clarity, uh, this is a good time for that. So clarity work, um, that's definitely in focus right now. What we're really doing is holding space for ourselves as we clear the roads ahead of us. We open those energetic pathways to where we think we want to go. Um, but we want it to not be pinpoint specific. The wider open the road is, the more that can come through, the more forks there can be, and that's what we're working on, um, gently, not forcefully. Again, we want to work with the energy of the winter. We want to be somewhat still, we want to be as calm as we can, and release into it. This also is a time where if we're working through any endings, things that we could not let go of, um, that are still haunting us, people, situations. This is a good time to work through ending those endings properly. Get thee to a graveyard, bury it and let it go. Get thee to a river and release it. It's time so that when spring comes, we're ready to move forward. Yeah? So the endings, we're working on those as well. It's a good time. Freezing, freezing, putting things on pause, situations on pause, problem people on pause. Uh, that's always good work for the winter as well. Freezing temperatures and freezing people and situations. Absolutely. But it's not, it's, it's not like it's a bad time for action, but if you're working with the energy of the time period, it's better to wait on those actions until later when the energy is moving forward and blossoming. So clear things away, get the flower beds of your life ready to plant those seeds and get things moving in the spring. Lots of fun little nature analogies this week. <laughs> Let's move on to a little um, New Year building tea. This was my special drink of the night. And uh, we're now moved on. We're in January. We're going to get the podcast out, whatever. Here we go. It's a New Year building tea. And it is designed to cleanse, protect, 
uh, and uplift you. So awesome. That's exactly what everyone wants for new times, new years, and it aligns well with the energy of winter and it's hot tea. It's warming and pleasant in the cold. All right, what you're going to need for this tea is um, Tulsi Sweet Rose Tea. That's the base. However, I will go through how to build it yourself if you don't want to use a uh, pre-made base or if you don't um, have access to that tea. All right, side note, the Sweet Rose Tea is delicious, but not only is it delicious, it is my absolute favorite tea for love readings, relationship readings, and wedding party, bridal party, those type of, um, those types of things. It's a really great tea. It is in tea bag form, so it is that little tiny fine um, tea and can be a little bit difficult for sipping, but I can't recommend it enough. All right, back to it. Um, it's the Tulsi Sweet Rose Tea as a base if you want to use that or you can build it yourself. If you're going to build it yourself, you're going to want to get your hands on a holy basil tea. You could probably use regular basil. I don't know what the flavor difference is for you. However, that's the choice you're going to have to make. The basil is a protective herb, but it's also, um, it, it also removes negativity. So when preparing this tea, that's the element that I would like uh, people to think of and call upon. Basil to remove negative energy. We're going to clear the vibrations with the basil. We're going to have some chamomile. Now that is a sun herb. We want to call on that to bring in the brightness the optimism, the opportunity, and the ability to shine bright. That is what we're calling on with that. Rose petal, preferably pink. We want a gentle, uh, loving situation. If you are looking for love, you're going to want to call upon that for a true romantic love. This is not um, a quick kind of passion in and out kind of thing. We want um, to call upon a long-lasting romantic love with pink petals or self-love and affection to really take care of your own being. So we call upon the pink rose petals for that. Uh, lemon myrtle is in here as well and you can grab onto that. All things that taste like lemon are cleansing, clearing, and uplifting. All right. Beyond that, that was just what would be in the tea bag if you purchased it or you're creating that base. Beyond that, you're going to add one bay leaf. Why? It's working that brain again. There's a knowledge factor that comes with bay leaves. So we're going to stimulate our brains in this time of quiet. Lemon again, just a lemon wedge. You can use lemon peel or you can use a just a squirt of fresh lemon juice and that is to clear away and uplift yes that is what we have there um, you want to think about those things 
you want to call upon them, you can call upon them one by one, or you can call upon it as a mix and say, I want to protect and I want to cleanse and I want to uplift myself. Whatever works for you, but know kind of what you're wanting when you have your tea, when you're brewing your tea. This needs to be done with intention and some focus. Give yourself that gift because you deserve it. So that's a New Year's building tea. You can have it once. It will do a little bit. But my suggestion would be two or three times a week minimum uh, for at least a month. Really give yourself that time and that space. And then the extra warmth that comes from having a warm drink during a cold time. It's very pleasant. All right. I think that is where I will leave it. Thank you for making it this far into the podcast. I appreciate anyone who listens ever. I am back at work, back taking requests over at Toad House Bewitchery and Toad House Tarot, both on Instagram. That's it. Until next time. Bye-bye.